Perik Shira, the Song of the Raven. First of all, everything in existence has a song. A song is a is the epitome of of what is the, you, what you are capable of. Your your brilliance, your genius, your uniqueness, your um, greatness. That's let's use a violin as a, as the paradigm. A, par a violin has a song, has a, a, a note that it can play. But it only can play that note. That is its greatness. The better the violin, or the different the violin, different violins have different, different sounds to them. And how it's because of how it's constructed. Every violin has a slightly different sound. Although, it, to the human ear, it might not be perceivable. But nevertheless, but, but, uh, the, the, but this, this, this song only comes out because of the strings. The strings are the essential part of the, of the violin that produces the particular sound. And that string, or, is it, or, or, or it's at least the variable. So that string only comes out, that sound only comes out when there's a tension in the string. If the string is too loose, if the string is too tight, you get, a, you get the wrong sound. It won't work in the orchestra, and you won't get this beautiful harmony between all the different instruments. It has to be exactly the right sound that fits into everything else. And that sound only comes from the tension. Everything in life has its sound, has its song, but it only comes out when it has the tension. In, in other words, to make that practical, we all have to live with a certain amount of tension to produce the greatness that's within us, the beauty that's within us. If it's too loose or if it's too tight, it just doesn't work. Now that tension in a human being feels like it's uncomfortable. But in the same way an animal, you take an animal from the wild, you put it in a zoo, it doesn't, most animals do not live longer in the zoo because they're created to perform in, in a certain tension in the wild, in the jungle. That's, what, that's, where, that's where they're supposed to be, and their song comes out because of that. What's the song of a raven? Who, who's going to prepare food, make food for the, for the raven? Because when it's, when it's children call out to it, who's got to call out to God to save them? Why? So the raven has a, a bad reputation as the cruelest of animals. In fact, we see, we see this in our prayers every morning. God gives to the animals its food, and even to the, the children of the raven who call out to it. So Mrs. Vivian Frank, she quotes the Harvest of Harvest, and she says the Harvest of Harvest, that there's a certain type of raven that uh, abandons its young, and, um, and in the excrement of the, excuse me for being so graphic here, of the, uh, of the, um, of the birds is a worm. And at the same time that the, the babies hatch, the worm grows up, and that, that's what the babies eat, and they live through that. Now, so why is the raven the cruelest of animals? What, I mean, what song is this? Like, oh, look, abandon their children. Yeah, yeah, la, la, la. Like, what is this? Right? So what, what is this raven? Why has God created this bird in this way, this animal in this way? So it's telling us, all the songs are telling us a message, a lesson, how to, how, what life is all about. Everyone adds to that, to the harmony of everything. So, so the raven tells us a very, very important rule of existence is that 
the reason why the raven is cruel is because it was it it was the, the it, it was raised cruelly. The, its parents abandoned it, and this is the rule of life. How you think life treats you, how you think God treats you, is how you will treat other people. The 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 chesed of the Jewish people is only a result of the of the hashkafa of the Jewish people. That because we believe God loves us, and to the degree anyone believes that, that that's the degree they will give and love other people. It's, a, it's, a, it's an absolute rule. You will never be kinder or nicer. And if you meet people who do these crazy things, you'll find that they also think they've been treated cruelly. How you think you've been treated is how you will treat other people. And this is why the pressure is on for parents and really everybody to treat other people kindly because how they feel they're being treated is how is how they will go on and treat other people. But here's but here's the incredible thing. Well, who actually does raise the raven? It's God. He feeds them. So why aren't they kind? Why don't they te- treat that? And, and this is the reality, despite the fact that whatever it is we're missing from other people, whatever we're supposed to get, and it doesn't come through, and God fills in the gap, because we all get our food in the end. We're all going to sit on our deathbed, and no one's going to miss a meal unless it was a fast day. And no one's going to sleep out in the open unless it was, unless it was a, um, uh, you know, unless we're going camping. We're all going to get what we need in the end. When we look back, it all comes through. But when it comes through from God, we don't feel it as kind. Human beings are necessary in this world. The reason we're here is to fulfill a role that God God's not capable of doing. This is not what He can do. He cannot, when He does it directly, it doesn't feel kind. But when we do it, it does. And that's what humanity, and that's what even animals can do. When, when we pass on, when we treat people with respect and kindness and love and tenderness, then they sense God's love. We are passing that message along. And therefore, it's so important for us to understand God loves us in a real sense and make it real so that we can pass that on to everybody else. Thank you.